Let us therefore draw near with boldness to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace for help in time of need. Hebrews 4.16 Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for this incredible invitation to approach you with boldness and confidence, knowing that we will find grace and mercy in our time of need. Help us to truly understand and appreciate this profound privilege. You have opened the way for us through the sacrifice of your Son. Because of Him, we can come to you directly with all our fears, doubts, struggles, and joys. Teach us to turn to you in every situation, whether in times of joy, pain, or uncertainty. May we continuously seek your face, assured that you are always ready to listen, to extend mercy, and to grant us the grace we need. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for sharing this moment of prayer. Now immerse yourself in the teachings of today's episode from Stories of the Messiah with Rabbi Schneider. The voice of God had remained silent towards His chosen people for 400 years. The sons and daughters of Israel ached for the arrival of their prophesied Savior, a Messiah promised by the Scriptures to liberate them from their shackles. Despite the silence, their faith persisted, grounded by rituals and traditions that wove the fabric of their unique culture. Israel had emerged as a hub of learning, religion and governance, albeit under the crushing weight of Rome's iron rule. Judaism thrived, yet was gripped by the rigidity of pharisaical interpretations, and Caesar's brutal regime overshadowed any semblance of peace. Israel cried out for a savior to quell the religious and military turmoil. In the age of King Herod's reign over Judea, a priest named Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth served as pillars of their community. Childless yet devout, they sought solace and purpose in serving God. The barrenness of their union was a silent wound they carried, yet they found fulfillment in different ways. Zachariah was a priest, and Elizabeth was a nurturing presence in their village. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello and welcome to another Christmas episode of the Stories of the Messiah podcast. I'm Rabbi Schneider from Discovering the Jewish Jesus. We're taking time from now until Christmas to explore the rich and powerful story of the Nativity. So far, we have taken time to set the stage for Christ's arrival. We immersed ourselves in prophecy and history to put ourselves in the shoes of ancient Israel. The prophecies have been declared, The boot of Rome is pressed down harder, and Israel is ready for a redeemer. Now, we enter the story of Zechariah and Elizabeth. These two figures are significant to the overarching narrative of Scripture. Zechariah is a priest under the Old Covenant of Israel. He ministers in the temple and performs sacrifices on behalf of God's people. He represents the law of Moses and the relationship between God and Israel. Elizabeth, much like the matriarchs of the Old Testament, is barren in her old age. She also represents the Old Covenant people who pine after a child to save them. Zechariah and Elizabeth are about to be visited by an angel, hearkening to the arrival of a new covenant established by God. Zechariah and Elizabeth represent the transition between the Old and New Testaments. So let's immerse ourselves in their story in this dramatic retelling of Luke chapter 1. After, we'll take time to unpack the timeless Christmas themes. Zechariah rose from his bed with aching bones. The sun rose over the hills surrounding Jerusalem. Its light trickled in ever so slightly through his window, illuminating his sleeping wife beside him. He adorned himself in his ceremonial garb and prepared for the Day of Atonement, a sacred occasion marked by offerings and sacrifices. His priestly division was assigned to perform the rites that day. As he ascended the temple steps, the golden tower of Jerusalem shimmered with the dawn's first light. Zechariah greeted his fellow priests as they prepared to cast lots for the day's roles, a ritual of divine selection. As the crowd of worshippers swelled outside the temple, lots were cast under the radiant glow of the sunrise. Zechariah looked on as two of his companions were chosen to prepare the altar and perform the morning sacrifice. As the third lot was cast, the honor of offering incense in the Holy of Holies, Zechariah's heart pounded with anticipation. To his disbelief, his name emerged, bestowing him the rare opportunity to enter God's sanctified dwelling. A resonating gong signaled his steps towards the imposing veil that partitioned the Holy of Holies. Clutching the incense, he entered the veiled room, an enclave reserved for the yearly ritual. The dimly lit sanctuary, accented by the soft glow of a solitary lampstand, was filled with the smoky aroma of incense. An unnerving silence pervaded, broken only by Zachariah's heightened heartbeat. Zachariah looked around, getting the feeling that he was not alone. He knew that entering the inner sanctuary meant he would be in the presence of God. Yet, he felt something else in the room, 
something otherworldly was with him. Before he could articulate a prayer, a radiant being appeared beside the altar. Zachariah covered his eyes and fell to his knees. A messenger from God stood before him, an angel whose visage was partially obscured by the incense smoke. Zachariah pressed his face to the ground, his mind consumed by the notion of imminent death. Is God going to strike me down? thought Zechariah. Fear overcame him. The angel's features were human-like, but he was not a mere man. Perched beside the altar, he spoke with calming reassurance, saying, Fear not, Zechariah. Your prayers have been heard, he said, a hint of a smile dancing on his divine features. As Zechariah stood up, the angel unfolded a divine prophecy. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. The joy and gladness of his birth will bless your home, for the Lord has chosen him for greatness. A smile curled around the angel's face. He will turn many of the children of Israel back to their God, and he will go before him with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will turn the hearts of fathers back to their children, and the disobedient back to wisdom. He will prepare the way of the Lord. Zechariah listened with awe and disbelief. Although a divine being stood before him, the concept of his wife conceiving at her age seemed impossible. But how can this be? Zechariah explained. I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. We couldn't possibly. I am Gabriel. The angel interrupted with righteous light. I stand in the presence of God himself. I was sent to bring you good news, yet you stand here in doubt of his power. Because you have not believed my words, you will be silent until the promise of God has been fulfilled. Zechariah held his mouth and felt the power of his voice leave him. In an instant, Gabriel departed from him. Emerging from the Holy of Holies, Zechariah was rendered mute instilling a sense of trepidation amongst the other priests. He returned home, unable to share what he had seen. He entered his home and greeted his wife. They held each other close, and Zachariah shared a tender moment with his bride of many years. In the ensuing months, Elizabeth felt the first stirrings of life within her. As she touched her belly, tears of joy streamed down her face. Even as she praised God and Zachariah grappled with his enforced silence, they felt the divine hand in their lives. However, the full breadth of God's plan was yet to unfurl, something they would realize with the unexpected visit of Elizabeth's cousin, Mary. Our ministry, Discovering the Jewish Jesus, has been dedicated to finding the synergy between the Gospel and the Hebrew Bible. One of the most significant links between the two is the story of Zechariah, Elizabeth, and John the Baptist. These figures connect the traditions of the Old Testament to the hope of the New Testament. Zechariah is a priest under the Old Covenant of Israel. He ministers in the temple and performs sacrifices on behalf of God's people. Those sacrifices ultimately pointed toward the atonement of Jesus on the cross. When he meets Gabriel, he is told that his son would be a herald proclaiming the way of the Lord. John the Baptist would go on to be a forerunner for Jesus, preparing people's hearts for his arrival. We can't underestimate the powerful imagery used in the account of Luke. 
Zechariah entered the presence of God with fear, adorned in ceremonial garments, not sure if he would live or die. Contrast that with the encouragement we are given in Hebrews 4. Having then a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let's hold tightly to our confession. For we don't have a high priest who can't be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but one who has been in all points tempted like we are, yet without sin. Let's therefore draw near with boldness to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and may find grace for help in time of need. The role of a priest like Zechariah was to be an intermediary between the people and God, making prayers and sacrifices on their behalf. In a greater sense, Jesus is our high priest who connects us to the heart of God. Because of his sacrifice on the cross, we don't have to approach God with trepidation, but rather with boldness and assurance of his love for us. Zechariah's story is the last biblical account of a temple ritual, hearkening to a new age of Christ, who is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. There is also profound imagery found in Elizabeth. She had waited long for the Lord to provide her with a child and had lost hope that she would ever conceive. Her barrenness represents the lifeless state of Israel then. Israel had pined after the promised son foretold by the prophets, but it had been so long that hope was fading. But God was on the move. He visited Elizabeth in her old age, just like he did with Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, and Hannah. He opened up her womb and gave her a son, John. All these accounts in the Bible of barren wombs, bearing children, illustrate what God does in our hearts. Spiritually speaking, we are unable to produce life for ourselves. We feel empty and without hope. But God chooses to enliven us with His Spirit and fill us to the brim with new life. The miraculous nature of John's conception also prepares us for another miraculous conception. In our next episode, we will meet Elizabeth's cousin, Mary, who receives a visit from the angel Gabriel. God chooses her to carry a significant burden, and the world will never be the same. If you have enjoyed this podcast, consider sharing with a friend. We want the story of Jesus to change lives. If you're interested in my ministry, you can visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com. For more engaging and transformative biblical stories, download the Pray.com app. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.